Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh? Yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. If you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep. Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you started trying to reach. But after him who's able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Texas and came to California, so. Okay, okay. 
Opposite, so opposite, I, I, opposite I got it. I just, I just, yeah, I got it. I just got it the opposite way, but you know, we the bottom line is that we both got it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sir, yeah. uh, 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 I, I always like you know for to start off the show, man. You know, I mean, of course, we got you know the questions and stuff for you, but I'd like to uh, like give you the platform for a minute. And, and let our listeners know, you know, a little something about you from you, you know, where you come from, where you're at, you know. Yeah, where you get absolutely. your musical, where you get your, you know, where you get your music from. I mean, what what inspired you? Because I know all of us in this industry, we came at you came in through different doors. So you right. know, uh, tell us about what door you came through, how you got involved, and. You know, did you have any formal music? Look here, I go with them questions again. Did you have any formal <laughs> music uh, training in school? <laughs> you know, were your parents in the business? You know, tell us about all that kind of stuff. I mean, was, was you throwing rocks through windows when you was a kid? How did you come up? What was you doing? I was throwing some rocks. I uh, So I didn't have any formal music training. My parents were not in the music industry. I did really want some formal music training when I was uh, in, in in elementary school, I'd say fourth grade, third grade. Uh, I wanted to play drums really bad. And in Texas where I was at, I had to uh, be in middle school before I could play drums. And then I ended up moving to live with my dad. And where they lived, you had to be in elementary school to start drums. So I just missed out and I didn't get to play anything. <laughs> so, um I did. Uh, I ended up learning drums and guitar on my own before I started doing any anything with lyrics or songwriting or rap, any of that. Um, oh, okay. That's where I got my start, man. I was playing. I was playing drums. I was playing. Uh, oh man, what is that song? Hotel California by the Eagles. The drum line on there is so fun to play. Um, what else? Playing guitar, picking up guitar and playing guitar. I did have uh, uh, some family that got married in later in life that uh, they all play musical instruments, some of them more than one. And most of them don't have any formal training. They've just been playing forever. So every time I go see them, we're up until 5 in the morning at the campfire playing guitar, you know, having a good time. (laughs) I, I think those people, you know, had more soul, you know what I mean, because they played by feel, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I just think they, I just think they had more soul, you know. I guess people go to school, you know, they learn how to read a chart, read notes, you know. But but you know, you could do that and still not have a feel, or or, or your music still don't have that soul, you know what I mean. You just yeah. Like any other job, you just go to every day and you do the same thing every day. And if you do it long enough, you eventually get, you know, somewhat competent at it because you're doing the same thing every day. And you have to be an absolute dummy not to get good at the same job you're doing every day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know. But, yeah, I see what that's, you mean. That's though. why. I mean, I, they, they show up, they I'll go to school, finish. they run through the motions. You never know. If, you know, they might not get the soul. They might not be able to feel it and just play whatever they they feel it. No, they're so regimented and they just they just used to just doing that plop plop just plopping notes, you know, but they just never have that soul which gives you the groove, which gives you that feel, you know, and and I think that feel is what really get your listeners. You know what I mean? When they, when they when they feel yeah. a song, man, they they can remember every word you say. But if they don't feel it, man, it don't really matter what you say. You know, they don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe like yeah. next. <laughs> That's like right. next. So why the name? Why the name Cipher, man? Well, how'd you come up with that? So uh, Cipher, <clears throat> I feel like for me anyway, it it represents uh, two things for me. One in, in hip hop, when you're just coming off the top, you know that's that's a cipher. Or it doesn't even have to be a freestyle. It could just be, it could be instruments, anything that's going in a circle. Uh, in music, you know, they call it a cipher. So I liked that part of it. But then the other part was, I, uh, my my background is in information security, technology, uh, 
I was in the Navy. Uh, that's where I learned a, a whole bunch of technical stuff. And um, in, in, when you're encrypting something, you use a cipher for that too. So for, for me, I felt like it kind of represented two, two big major parts of my life, which are music and technology. Right, which happens to be the topic of the show today, which I was kind of passionate about doing this because, you know, I'm I'm one of them guys from the old school that uh, when I came up in the game, we didn't have any um, computers. You know, the electronics was really non-existent. You know, um, my first cell phone had like six little lights on it, and we had to call through a mobile operator. And uh, it wasn't even called a cell phone. It was just a mobile phone because it wasn't portable. So uh, I was, like, fortunate enough to come through and have one of the first computers and have be able to get on the Internet when that first came out. So uh, a lot uh, a lot different than a lot of other, you know, musicians or artists that, you know, came up in the same era as I did, which, you know, sad to say, they're not really computer literate. And now, you know, yeah. the Internet and the computers, say, uh, plays such a big part in the music industry. And I'm sure, as you know, uh, you know, the A&R departments of major companies, man, they don't really go out too much to see people perform. They'd rather sit there on their computer and look at your hits and look at your views and determine then at that point, you know, whether or not you, uh, you know, are worthy artists. So, yeah. Let me stop rattling off. Let me start rattling off again, you know. But um, what's what's your take on that, man? How do you feel? Do you feel that you know um, technology is enhancing the 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 music industry or artists, or do you feel like it's taken away from it? Um, I think it does both, and it just kind of depends on what area of music we're looking at. So, I I think technology does great at enabling artists like myself to just get off the ground, be distributed everywhere. uh, And anyone in the world can listen to my music anytime they want. And I think that's awesome. And that's technology. But like you said, um, it's hard to discover talent. Everybody's out there doing it. Since it's so easy, the barrier of entry is lower. And with the, with that lower, anybody can get in and anybody can do it. And, and every kid with Xbox headphones wants to be a rapper, you know? No. Well, maybe not every kid, but they, uh, they, they certainly, it's a lot easier now. So I, at least for me personally, I find that there's a lot more music out there that uh, I haven't heard of. And also it's not necessarily a very good quality, but it's there. So I guess I would say it makes it great for, for new artists because we can uh, leverage technology to expand our reach, but that's a double-sided coin, right? The other side of the coin is since it's so much easier, there's a lot more music out there and not all of it's great. Right, right. You know, I remember once upon a time where um, you had to have a couple hundred thousand dollars uh, to even have a recording studio uh, but then with technology, if you got ten racks, you know you could record an album in your bathroom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's you know because I mean uh, there's there's uh, I haven't heard any bad digital because nowadays what digital is digital, you know what I mean. So sometimes I even think digital is too clean, not like the old analog stuff. You know the analog stuff. You know, you could hear a lot of the natural, you know, nuances, you know, from an artist. You know, you could hear them taking a breath or uh, a musician. You could hear their, their their fingers running around the strings and different stuff that I feel like is really yeah. missed in today's music. At least that's my take anyway. Yeah, I think on an, another episode you mentioned it, it's warm. It used to sound warm. This is a warm right. sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I would I would agree with that. Yeah, it just had a whole different thump and, you know, bump to it. And nowadays, you know, you could go get a lot of, like, uh, pre-apps and, you know, different um, effects, you know, different stuff like that to try to get there. But 
I don't know. Again, I come from the old school where you know you used to have to play, and uh, you used to have to you know sing. You couldn't like like punch in, punch out, and do all that other kind of stuff that you can do today. So yeah. did you do music while you were in the service? I did. I did. I uh, was on a ship. It was called the U.S. Mobile Bay. It was a guided missile cruiser. Um, and we, our job was basically escort around the uh, aircraft carrier that we were hanging out with, uh, which is called our strike group. And so there's, you can just imagine, I guess, a group of like five, six ships, Navy ships heading towards you. You're probably in big trouble. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I packed up my drum set, which had two separate du- uh, bass drums, so I had double bass, which is cool. Uh, and then I, I had kind of an area on the ship that was like a storage room that I was supposed to be in charge of. And so I, uh, put all my music stuff in there <laughs> and we had, I think two, two guitars, two electric guitars, a bass guitar, a drum set and a keyboard all in this, uh, storage area. And then usually on the weekends when it was, uh, when people were not on, as, at least not as many people were on watch, we'd go out and play a show or just play something for the crew during like a we called it a steel picnic or a steel beach which is there's no beach there's no sand so you right it's a steel beach <laughs> well you know a lot of people really don't understand uh how how, how large uh some of those navy vessels are Oh yeah. I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed myself at how all that steel could float. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Modern engineering, I guess. Yeah, totally, totally that and, uh, and modern engineering, man, but it just amazes me like you look at some of those aircraft carriers um how massive they are and then you think about all the weight of the the aircraft and different stuff that's on there and then the personnel and you say man the oceans <laughs> the oceans no joke <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 i think our ship had about 300 some people and uh, aircraft carriers tend to have 3 to 4000 people on them. so it's a big boat it's a big boat yes definitely so what other countries have you been to? What other exciting places have you been to, and did they influence uh, your music any? They did. They definitely influenced uh, some of my music. And I, t- I talk about them in some songs that I actually don't think I've released yet. So they're upcoming songs. Um, but I, I've been to – I've been a lot of countries. I've been to, uh, of course, Mexico and Canada since we live here in the U.S., uh, Hawaii, which same country, but it's out there. Not everybody gets to go over there. Uh, Malaysia, Thailand, Taiwan, Dubai. Uh, let's see, Bahrain, which is a Middle Eastern country. Um, Singapore. I think that's it. It's something like that. Oh, Germany, Iceland, the Netherlands, Amsterdam. So which one would you like to go rock the stage at? Oh, man, all of them. I want to rock stages at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer. Every country. World tour. Yeah, that's what I'm On talking about. List. Great, great answer. <laughs> great, great answer. But listen, for all our listeners that just joined us, we're chopping it up with Cypher. If you want to join in the conversation, just press number one on your phone, and uh, we'd be glad to hear from you. Cypher, hold on. We're going to be right back. All right. I am Envy. I am Envy. With your hope in the mind pattern. I'm independent, but I'm in it. I'm feeling fine. Put that one in there. But anyway, we back chopping up with our guest today, uh, 
cipher. Amen. Um, we got a, a couple of your songs here. Um, so I think we need to let our listeners put their ear on them. What do you think? Oh, yeah. All in your ear hole. I don't know which one you're playing first, so it's, it's probably not uh, It's not aggressive, whatever it is. This one's probably a more no, have one, uh, I think. Yeah well, we, yeah, well, we have the two that you sent us, uh, Make You Mine and and Blowing Up. I actually like uh, both of them. So what you what you think we should play first? Uh, let's do Make You Mine. Make You Mine's a good one. I like that one. All right. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about it, you know, the inspiration behind it? Uh, I mean, you know, it's always uh, – let me ask you this one, though. What is how what is your writing process? Do you usually get the thought first or the melody first or uh do it come to you in a dream? How do you put your stuff together? What what gets you going with writing your stuff? All of the above. Uh I I've done I've tried different things, right? I I uh sometimes I'll just be driving in my car and I'll think of something and I'll pull my phone out and I and I won't text it. But I'll just hit record and I'll sing whatever I'm saying or rap whatever I'm thinking in my in my head, and save it for later. Um, sometimes, if I, a lot of times, I'll, what I'll do is on a, on a weekend or a week an evening, when I I have plenty of free time, I'll sit down, and I have a uh, a place where I like basically like a list of instrumentals, and you know they're just publicly available for anybody online to find them but uh what i'll do is i'll take those and i'll just make a list and i have different moods and some of the instrumentals you know they're really dark some of them are inspirational some of them are um what do i i don't even remember what i named it i think i just call them slow jams but like sexy type songs r&b type songs um and then you have some that are really aggressive or party type songs. And so I'll put them, I'll divide them up based on kind of the mood and the feeling that I'm getting from them and put them in different playlists. And when it's time to write, I'll sit down and whatever kind of vibe I'm feeling, that's the playlist I'll put on. And when I find a song that I like, um, I'll just start writing to them. I'll find uh, whichever whichever instrumental I feel like I want to write to right then in that moment. And if I can get some good traction going on it, I'll stick with it for a couple hours even, you know, too long probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you do too long. That's when you overproduce your own stuff. At least that's what I used to do. I mean, usually when I did it the first time was the best time. And then I get, get locked into it for some crazy reason. And, uh, I end up overproducing it to the point that I don't even like it no more. <laughs> I have, I've definitely been there. I've definitely been there. <laughs> okay, everybody, you know the drill. You know, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, put your ears on this. This cipher would make you mine. On the right track, you say. 
got my head spinning right back. We just friends, yeah, right. We wasn't just friends last night. No need to defend that. I just can't pretend to be friends when I know I want more and I meant that. We just friends, yeah, right. We wasn't just friends last night. Girl, Miss Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K. Biddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yeah, that was nice, man. Really like that. Thanks, thanks. I uh, I worked hard on that one. Yeah, who who are some of your uh, what's your some of your inspiration, man? Who are some of the artists that you listen to that you like? Oh man, I like so many artists. I like I'm kind of weird though. I like everything from like death metal to classical. I mean, it's it's I don't know. Um, as far as inspiration goes, I'd say I mean Logic, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Drake, Eminem, definitely like some of the bigger names, some of the smaller names. I definitely have, uh, I'm definitely inspired by a lot of different artists and you wouldn't necessarily hear it in, in that particular song versus one of my other songs. Uh, You have a, uh, you have an album coming out soon or you have one already together? I don't have one together. I just started putting music out about eight months ago, and I've been putting out a, a new song every month. And my plan is to do that for a year, maybe two, and then drop a, an album or an EP. But how is that working out for you? Because that was one of the questions. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it, it made me think about a question I had for you earlier. You know, when we was talking about, you know. Um, you know, the Internet and the different platforms where artists can put their music out there. Uh, for the ones that's actually, um, you know, Internet savvy. But how does that work with uh, the ability to promotion? Because, you know, like you were saying, there's so much music out there and there's so much different people could listen to. It's almost like a person going in a shoe store. You know, you go in there, buy a pair of shoes, and by the time you look at, 
two or three hundred pair of shoes, you walk out without buying anything because you know what I mean. You just just too many choices. You know what I'm saying. So um, how how do you feel about the artist that's listening to us that's that's putting out music like you do? How do you work with the promotional aspect of that? So I uh, it's definitely different. It's a different model I think than most people are doing. But I have seen it be successful with other artists like uh, Russ, namely. He put a song out every week for two years, and you know now he's pretty big. Um, he's doing world tours. He's got multiple platinum songs. Now, just because it worked for him, obviously, doesn't mean it's going to work for me. But I feel like with so much music coming out, uh, the only way to stay relevant is to keep putting music out. You know, you don't put music out for a year or two years people are going to forget who you are unless you're, you're a big name, right? And I'm not a big name, so I can't afford to, for people to just forget about me until next time, until I'm ready to put some new music out. So um, for me, I've been basically put together a schedule. Like here's all the things that need to happen every time I release a song. And these are the promoters we work with and just kind of had to really get it down to a workflow, you know, to a science so that uh, we could get it done every month. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to the show is, is trying to put their head around that too, because well, yeah. I guess without a system, without a plan, you know, before people could really like and, and really feel one song, then here you come with another one. So that's a good question for you right there. Do you feel like um, you're not really letting your previous song grow to his full six feet before you come with another one? Possibly. Yeah. That could be a, that could be a thing. I don't, uh, I don't, I guess know how much time is appropriate for a song to grow and to get out there. But I know a lot of artists seem to measure by, you know, the first month, the second month, uh, even, you know, the first four weeks kind of thing. Um, I saw a statistic the other day that 40,000 songs get released every day, which is crazy. So, you know, if you go a year without releasing a song, whatever that is, times 40,000, 365, you know, that's, it's a lot. Um, right. And, but also for me, I'm trying to break through. Like, like we said, uh, I don't, not necessarily established. I'm not necessarily widely known right now. So to break through, uh, that challenge, putting music out there so that I'm always on the top of somebody's mind, right? Well, here's a good question for you. You know, and being an artist myself, I had to deal with this once upon a time in my life. Um, you know, you're doing a show. You're doing you're doing a show, and the artists that really come to see you, they come to see you perform the songs they know, which was your previous release. Um, sure. Do you include do you include that in your show, or are you more focused on the stuff that I'm doing right now? Um, I'm gonna try to do a little bit of both. I'm gonna do a little bit of you know what what people like, and a little bit of what uh, is coming next. A lot of times that at when I'm doing when I'm performing, I'll do a song that I uh, just you know I just wrote recently and it's not even released yet and no one's even heard it but i'll try it out there live to see if the crowd likes it see what they like see if they like the energy you know see if there's certain phrases or words that they catch on to that they're singing along with and if not maybe i should emphasize those right so sometimes i'll even use you know a part of a live show just do a song that uh, i'm excited about and see if the crowd is, is excited, excited as I am. I guess the reason I asked that, I didn't mean to put you on the spot because I've had those those occasions where um, the song was basically old to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to do the new, I just want to do the new stuff. And then yeah. I had a couple old school, uh, I had a couple old school artists that were very successful. They had to pull my coat and say, Hey man, um, those people are here to see, uh, hear what they know. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. got them here. Yeah. 
So yeah. you can't forget what got him here, even though it's old to you and you don't want to do it no more. You're tired of it. You know, you've done it a thousand, thousand, thousand times. But they also told me what what's the make of a true artist is when you could do the old stuff just like it's the first time. Hey, there you go. Okay. That's what got those people there. You know, you be all excited about your new stuff because that's the page you're on today, but they don't know your new stuff. You know what I mean? That's right. They're just hearing it for the first time, and then they're sitting there, you know, I mean, I mean, they feeling it, but then at the same time they're trying to see, well, who's this sound like? You know what I mean? Um, do I like it? You know, they're trying to make decisions. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I, I mean, they be scratching their head, well, like, I haven't heard that before, or have I heard it before? And then once they go through that whole thought process, and then if they like it, then that's a thumbs down. But then if they if they do like it, and then they say, oh, okay, yeah, I, I like that. You know what I mean? Then, then you kind of got them then. You got away with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and you get the reaction. Yeah, yeah. You get the reaction that you want. You know what I'm saying? You know that you're on the right page for that one. Yeah, yeah, but I know yeah. I've talked to I talked to a lot of artists. You know, they man, they, they have that mindset where they just man, I didn't perform that song a hundred thousand times, man. I, I, I moved on. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> no. I mean, you got to keep kind of the, a bad your fans happy. It, it, yeah, it, it totally makes sense what you're talking about keeping the fans happy, playing songs that they know, because really, you know, they want to come, they want to sing along, they want to jump and dance or swing or sway or stand there, right? Whatever it is, but they want to hear the songs that they came to hear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just wanted to put that out there for our listeners too, because, you know, it's a normal thing once you perform the joint so many times, you know, you kind of like, ah, I'm not really feeling that no more. I kind of moved on. My style is a lot different, but please, please, please remember those songs is what got you here. You know what I mean? And if you don't give your listeners that, you know, you might not be able to come back to do it again, the new stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Because the promoter right. is looking at the number of seats. The promoter is looking at the number of seats you fill in. He don't care nothing about nothing else. He's just looking at a whole bunch of empty seats. That's right. So when I, when I do a new song, I, I only do one. I mean, I'm not going to do, you know, five new songs in a set. It'd be one new song. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, what's next in store for Cypher? What's next in store for you? What you got planned? Uh, next up, so I've got a song coming out in two days, uh, of course, every month, right? Um, another one scheduled for next month already with a music video. This, this week and next month, they both have music videos already shot, already scheduled. They're already on YouTube. They're just waiting for the countdown. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So that's it's, it's nice to be a little bit ahead. Uh, I am. I've got like I don't know ten new songs that are in the works and some collaborations with some other artists. Uh, I live in Denver right now, so I'm working with artists in the Denver area. But I'm planning on moving back to Dallas here soon. So. When that happens, I'll be working with artists out there. But while I'm here, I'm going to take advantage of uh, the market here and work with some people that wouldn't be available to work with in Dallas, if that makes sense. Right. I was going to ask you about that, too. Were you open to doing any collabs with any other artists? Yes, always, always, always. Always open to it. Uh, and a matter of fact, I just had a call earlier today or a few few emails back and forth about uh, a collab that is in the works with another Denver artist. The song that's coming out on Friday is a collab between myself and another Denver artist. So that'll be here in two days. Cool. cool definitely, man. I like your style, man. I like your music, man. We got a, um, I'm doing a soundtrack for a film as well as we speak. So, um, I definitely, you know, talk to you about that when we off, off the air. I'd be honored. Yeah, definitely talk to you about that, man, because I like your style and 
your personality is usually what wins me over. And I'm not going to even mention the fact that you're from Texas. <laughs> you know, one thing I like about people out of Texas, man, either they like you or they don't. There's no in the middle, you know what I mean? It's not It's not much in the middle with them. Either they like you or they don't. And you can tell. They'll, they'll, they'll tell you if you want to know, if you really want to know. Yeah, if you really want to know, they're like, uh, tell me how you really feel, and they will. <laughs> they will. <laughs> they will. Maybe, maybe that's, that's where great. I get it from. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, hey, look, they came around with that saying a little bit late, talking about keeping it real. I mean, we was keeping it real from kids, because that's how our parents were, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely yeah. how yeah. they were. So, yeah, man, listen, we got some other your music, so we're going to go ahead and uh, I think, what is it, Blowing Up? Blowing Up. That's the first one I released. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, how did you do also, that one? I mean, was that one? Go ahead. I was just going to say this one also inspired by my wife, which is funny that both of them are on the same show. Uh, but this one was uh, – I don't know. I, I want to say we were just sitting. I think we were having dinner, and my phone kept going off. And my my uh, wife got mad at me. She she was she was upset, you know, because I kept interrupting dinner. And of course, it wasn't the first time, but usually I have a pretty good handle on it. And uh, anyway, she she uh, you know was complaining about my phone always going off and I was like sorry babe my phone be blowing up I can't I can't help it like you know people want to reach out to me and uh it it just be blowing up and I can't help it and that started the song I I, I um, remember I was riding the I think that was about a year ago now maybe year and a half and I was riding the bus to work and I just wrote the whole song on the bus ride And that's funny how that is. You know, wifeys want you to be a star when you're not at home, but when you're at home, they don't want you to be a star. But they don't. They forget that, you know, you have people out there that you need to talk to, um, important people, because if they wasn't important, you wouldn't talk to them, but you don't really know who it is until you answer the phone, but you don't know who it is before the phone rings. So yeah. what do you do? You know what I mean? What do you do? You, you still have to... You know, it's almost like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You know what I mean? That's right. Don't, don't tell don't right. tell wifey I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you blow up in a super, hey, look, if you blow up in a super, super, super sex, uh, successful way, the first thing come out of their mouth is, that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> she says that already. She won't even lie to you. All right. She'll tell you. <laughs> All right, well, that's a groovy, groovy thing. All right, everybody, you know the drill. You know, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ear on this. This is Cypher. We're blowing up. You never let me down, always showing up. I'm here in this position right now, and I'm stuck. My phone is blowing up. Gotta grind, can't let that money slow up I'm head over heels But I got the world up on my shoulders No, I can't stop, I can't let up Head to the top, I need your trust And if I'm caught up in a rut I'll need your help to get back up I'm here right now, so let's enjoy the moment No need to hold my phone We don't need every memory on it You never let me down Always showing up I'm here in this position and I'm stuck My phone be blowing up Girl, you know I won't find another you up in the world. Don't mean to interrupt, but you and me, we set it off. Don't go get upset, I swear I turn it off. 
I'm here right now, so let's enjoy the moment. No need to hold my phone, we don't need every memory on it. You never let me down, always showing up. I'm here in this position and I'm stuck. Girl, I'm open. I look at this like an omen. This time we notice we chose it. We burn it up and they frozen. I wrote this here like a poet. I'm out here focused on growing, girl. We got all the components. I'm here right now, so let's enjoy the moment. No need to hold my phone. We don't need every memory on it. You never let me down. Always showing up. I'm here in this position and I'm stuck. Love coming to you live in total bliss. You are listening to the best of I Am Angie on Block Talk Radio with your host, K Diddy. Ciao. Yeah, well, we back in the building with Cypher, man. That was another burner, man. I, I definitely could uh, uh, relate to the lyrics. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So I know we got a whole lot more of those to come. So how could I, everybody get in touch with you, man? You know, cause I know some of the people that heard you today are going to want to reach out and support. Yeah. Easiest thing to remember is my website, which is cyphermusic.com. It's C-I-P-H-E-R, cyphermusic.com. But my Instagram is cyphermusicofficial, or, uh, of course, I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud, and those are all just cipher. Uh, but I have links to everything on my website, so if if that's where they go, then that's probably the best spot. Right. Did you tell me or not uh, if you did uh, had a tour or something lined up for the summer? I don't right now uh, with with everything that's going on, but I am going to be working on trying to get a tour as soon as I guess uh, as soon as we can start getting some shows scheduled. We should be any time now. I saw a couple people got some shows scheduled. So, yeah, I don't know. When I was talking just then and then, I had to pop my own stuff upside the head because even if you wanted to go out on the road, you couldn't right now because <laughs> so much stuff is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yep, it is a have lot. Have to perform. Have to perform with a mask on or something. You know. All muffled. You know, they'll go back to, uh, uh, you know, lip singing or something, you know, a pre-recorded track or something. Put the mask on and just let the song play. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you, and you bounce across the stage and people be looking at you crazy like, you know, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So if you could do, if you could get out with somebody right now, who would it be? On a for a feature? Yeah. Or on a tour? Oh man, if I could tour with Eminem, that'd be amazing. But uh, I think the two songs that we just heard, those aren't really Eminem style songs. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, Mike Studd or Khalid, uh, some of those guys love to tour them. Well, you know, you got to put it out there, boy. Put it out there, and you'd be surprised what might can happen. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm certainly working on it, right? I'm working on between releasing songs and music videos and promo and and growing the fan base. It's all it's all in the works, little by little, but it's happening. And I, I think that's part of it's, 
the cool thing about releasing a song every month is I stay focused, right? Because every month is like a new song, a new thing, a new renewed focus on, hey, let's push this and make it better than it ever was. Are you putting together your own beats or are you getting them from other producers? I get them from other producers. I did uh, make beats. I used to make beats a long, a while ago, <laughs> but uh, same level as uh, the level I want to be performing at and, and be at as an artist. And so it's better to for me to collaborate with other people who are better at that. Well, it's definitely more time uh, uh, time effective when you could just focus on, you know, your writing and everything. It makes things flow a little bit smoother. Right. Yeah, that definitely helps. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to be a master of everything. You know, you got to be really proficient at one. So, are you done with the? You done with the military? I am. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. And I'm ready to go. I'm ready for uh, ready for a tour. Or ready for the next move. If, I'm, if I was still in, I wouldn't be able to tour or do any of that other stuff. So now that I'm out, is really kind of when I'm making my move. Well, that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. Well, make sure, man, you send us over uh, the new music as well, man, so we can put it in rotation as well. Okay. Okay. The song that's coming out on Friday is a little bit more aggressive. It's not R&B. It's definitely not soul. It's hardcore rap. <laughs> well, there's one good thing, man, about this show is that we're really not genre-specific. You know, um, to me, good music is good music, and if you're in the music business and you have an ear for music, you can definitely uh, determine what's good and what's bad, and to me it doesn't really depend on the genre. I hear a lot of people ask me that all the time. You know, is your, genre, is your show genre-specific, you know, but I've been a musician in the business all my life, and I've learned to 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 learn to observe there's good and bad everything. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, you just got, especially if you know music, there's good and bad That's everything. Right. That's right, yeah, yeah there is. Well, then I'll send it over. Yeah, definitely do that. Send it over to us, man, and uh, keep us abreast of, you know, what you got going on. And um, I have my people to reach out for you in in regards to um, the music we were talking about for the soundtrack. And uh, definitely do that. So, you know, whatever you You got got to send, man, you know, shoot it over to my assistant, you know, as soon as you can. And uh, she'll make sure that it's on my desk and I'll be able to put my ear on it. Then, you know, we can see what we're going to do because the, the the tour that we're doing and a lot of filming we're doing is actually uh, starting out in New Orleans. And uh, then we're hitting Texas and Nevada and then California. So I'm pretty sure um, you'll probably be in Dallas, you know, about that time when we'll be able to go outside and play a little bit. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, man, again, I want to take time and thank you. I appreciate you, man, for coming through, sharing your music with us, man. And uh, I'm going to say good luck to you in the future. But I know you got a, a fantastic future lined up for you based on the stuff that I heard and, you know, your personality. So I'm going to say just keep on doing what you're doing, man, because the sky is the limit. All right. All right. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate everything that you're doing for for me and for all the other artists that you have on your show. And uh, take care, take it easy, and we'll talk some more. Absolutely, absolutely. And for those that joined us a little bit late, um, there's no reason for you not to hear this show in its entirety because it will be available worldwide on all the platforms, you know, in, in a few minutes, you know. And if you're having problems finding the show, ask your mom to ask your daddy, ask your neighbor, the milkman, or the guy across the street, but somebody know how to get the show so you guys can put your ear on it so you don't have no excuse. That's what I got to say about that. So Definitely, man. So good luck again, man, and uh, be sure to come back and come back through and, and check us out and make sure you shoot the rest of that music over, man. You got it, 100%.
right it then. All right, everybody, this was Cypher, and you got to know where to get with him, so get with him. Show some appreciation, show some love, boy, because he got some heat coming your way. Charlie Star here, and I always listen to I Am Hindi with your host, KD, on Blog Talk Radio. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m., listen from your phone. 
she thinks I'm the flyest. Okay. Sail on yachts, all my diamonds do be shining. Boy, I'm boss status, guess you need a reminder. Don't catch amnesia when it's time to rewind it. Remember that, remember that, I always shake back. And I'm always in the building like a fat kid with a snack. And I always keep it real, that's why I call it sex. And I gotta shout it out, where I'm moving, where you at, where you at, my nigga. When you kick it to me, I ran it back, my nigga. Pass me the ball, I'm like Jack, my nigga. I need my gold plaque, my nigga. Better yet, make it platinum and I'ma kill him. Running like Forrest Gump, I see no limit. Hold it down long enough, I see big winners. Team, I'ma bring it up, full court pressure. Three points, add me up. I can make a bad bitch touch herself. I can make a hater wanna shoot herself. I can make that money do a backflip. 365, yeah, I get it in. I can make a bad bitch touch herself. I can make a hater wanna shoot herself. I can make that money do a backflip. 365, yeah, I get it in. I can make a bad.